Good afternoon, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning into the Rough Life podcast um, where we're talking about self-care for black women today. And I think the last segment we had, we talked about why black men, women must practice self-care. Um, but I also want to talk about the reason for self-care, what is race-based traumatic stress, um, and self-care in a patriarchal society. So, again, I'll tell you, this is out of the book written by Oludara Adio, Adio Self-Care for Black Women. So, self-care for Black... Why Black women need self-care? Uh, black women are phenomenal. We come in different shapes, sizes, and shades. Some of us are mixed race. Some of us have strong roots that are linked to Latin American countries, as well as the Caribbean. Some of us don't speak a lick of English. Some of us have skin color that is as dark as a vanilla bean or as light as sugar cane. Throughout our history, black women have been the glue in their communities. We provide physical and emotional support to families, friends, and strangers. We band together to uplift neighborhoods. We teach, we nurture, we build. And while we accomplish great things, we are being killed silently because we do not practice proper self-care. To be black in in this world is to constantly struggle. If you don't live with it, then you see it. And sometimes you, vi- you witness and experience it. It's a global struggle that started with the transatlantic slave trade and colonization. For centuries, black people have been looked at as second-class citizens of the world, used for our labor, robbed of our identities, gawked at for our unique features. And even though slavery was abolished, The societal system that was created as a result of white supremacy still exists to this day. Intergenerational trauma persists. This is trauma that was passed on from one generation to the next through learned behaviors and emotions. Understand this. The system was built to exhaust and exclude exclude black people. It was not built to help us win. Mm-mm. Which is why we, my sisters, must look out for ourselves and each other. Get ready to learn about how you can take care of your mind, body, and soul. Now more than ever, you must pour back into yourself what you so freely give to others. You will be introduced to topics like radical self-care which is basically actively putting your wellness before others, and race-based traumatic stress, your body's response to mental and emotional damage. In addition, you will be given the tools to take back the power you need to put yourself first, your wellness first. The reason for self-care Ever feel overwhelmed? Do you ever feel worn out and burned out, but you can't really identify the cause? 
Let me introduce you to something called race-based traumatic stress. The stress you experience related to racism is hurting your health. Even the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, confirm it. Most health issues in black women can be linked back to some form of racism, whether it be on a personal or institutional level. Racism is a proven risk factor for death in black people. For example, racism attacks when you're pleased for proper medical attention or ignored in the hospital. It attacks when you're sequestered when you're sequestered into neighborhoods that lack proper resources. It attacks when you're not given the same life altering opportunities as others. Your mind, body, and soul become so overwhelmed that these three vital areas of your life are unable to properly function. Hence, the need for self-care. Attending to yourself when you are experiencing traumatic stress is essential to maintaining your well-being. You say, what is race-based traumatic stress? According to Ms. Adio, she says, race-based traumatic stress was coined by, here we go, Robert T. Carter, Ph.D. It describes your body's response to mental and emotional damage caused by negative race-related encounters, a.k.a. racism. Research has found that when you experience race-based traumatic stress, your body mimics the way it would react with post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. This means that being on the receiving end of race-based discriminations, prejudice, hate crimes, or microaggressions can give you PTSD, which means you have probably been walking around with a low-grade version of PTSD for many years, perhaps even decades. For instance, when you have uh, paranoid or obsessive thoughts about how you should act to not be seen as a threat, that's PTSD. It throws off the functions of your entire body. The fact is, stress hurts. It leads to other debilitating diseases. And the hard truth is, race, racial stress kills. It leads to illnesses that cause death in your mind, body, and soul. With symptoms of PTSD, you become consumed by your perceived threat and are hyper-focused on keeping yourself safe. This makes it hard for you to simply enjoy life. However, no one has the time for what for that when you're just trying to survive being a black woman in a racist and sexist society. And that's all I'm going to give you out today because that's a whole bunch. That's a whole lot to take in. You know what I'm saying? Like why we practice, the reason for self-care. And race-based traumatic stress, I, and I think that's one of the ones we've experienced uh, the most, um, whether we were young or old. I still remember, I still remember going to 
uh, school in Arkansas. And I wasn't even there a year, I don't believe. And I remember being called a nigga and I was like, oh no, I got to give you these hands now because why wouldn't I? Like, my name is Phyllis. This is what my mother named me. I need you to call me by my government name. And what you're not going to do is call me that because I'm going to whip your ass. That's where I was. And so when Donald Trump became president, it was like that. Like, people people were like, listen, I am not my, my grandmother or my great-grandmother, my great my great grandfather, and so on and so forth. I am a new generation of pers- of, of this ethnicity, and we are not doing this. Uh, <clears throat> so, black women, oh my God. You know, I know people get tired of us saying what we do, what we do, what we do, but we do do a lot. We do a lot of things that people don't want to give us credit for or feel we shouldn't do. We offer people the truth. We offer you the truth. Why are you voting for someone who votes against your interests or who does things contrary to your lifestyle, your being? Why would you vote for someone? You know, uh, the election before the last election, my children were like, it's the lesser of two evils. Neither of those choices are good. And so I won't vote. And so... As black women, we're like, but how do we, how do we, how do we get through this system that we're at the bottom of? How do we rise above that? How do we help one another? Uh, well, let me say this: How do we help ourselves? And don't even ask how we help somebody else, because we're trying to help ourselves, you know. And I say, it's about looking at one another. We identify with one another. Okay. We're in this struggle together, so why not develop a plan together to get through it together? You know, they say sometimes quality is better than quantity, but sometimes it takes the the quantitative to get through before we have the qualitative. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes it just takes a whole bunch of us believing the same thing to get through this process. So at the other end, we can start making decisions, okay? qualitative, you know, uh, things that we can put into play. So anyway, I don't want to keep this long, but I do want to say, black women, take care of yourselves. This book, 150 Ways, I'm going to keep reminding you to accept and prioritize your mind, your body, and your soul. Okay? So listen, as I always say, don't go out there and hurt hurt anybody. Don't go out there hurting anybody, especially yourself. Okay? Be at peace today. And you better go and support a black woman somewhere doing great things. Cause that's what we do. Peace be unto all the queens. Peace out.